Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about Canadian pilots sight triangle UFO. That's correct. Canadian pilots sight triangle UFO. This is very recent. It's from ctvnews.ca, ctvnews.ca. I'll have the links over at the Ko-Fi site. Uh, the date on this is January 31st, 2024. Uh, looks like it just came out this morning about 5.20 a.m., 5.19 a.m. This is weird. Uh, I know I say triangle-shaped UFO. Uh, that's not perfect. It looks to me from, I listened to this 13-minute audio, these pilots, and we'll play some excerpts of it. It looks like what's happening here is it, it's been an ongoing uh, swarm of UFOs, very bright uh, orb-shaped objects, and they're zipping around. It sounds like they're predominantly maybe keeping a triangle pattern, and then they're expanding anywhere from three to six orbs, uh, doing what orbs do, man. I mean, uh, and mimicking the uh, the Big Dipper, uh, forming different formations, but predominantly these guys are seeing them when they're in this triangle formation. That's what's getting their attention. Now, these airplanes are flying along, passenger jets, cargo jets, whatever, and I'm assuming they're in the 35 to to 50,000 uh, foot range, and they're reporting these things at 50,000 foot, 70,000 foot, 100,000 foot, so they're all over. And you, I'll try to play some of these excerpts here where these guys are talking about these things, kind of being an ongoing thing. They're very, very weird. Now, this article is by Daniel Otis, uh, and it says, early on January 19th, several pilots reported multiple lights, sometimes in a triangle formation, high above the Canadian prairies. Quote, I had a company aircraft over Thunder Bay suggest he thinks it is possible, he thinks it possibly could be satellites and air traffic controller in Winnipeg told aviators around 4.45 a.m. local time, according to audio obtained by ctvnews.ca. I'm certainly no expert, but they're moving side to side and then going away from each other and then forming triangles. An Air Canadian pilot from Seattle, Winnipeg replied while flying over Saskatchewan. It doesn't really seem like they're in any type of orbit, but I mean, I'm no expert. Yeah, these guys are talking back and forth. It's weird. Even how, even in the community of pilots, it seems, there are people who are open-minded and there are people that are just straight-up debunkers. And you can really hear it in the tone of voice of these guys uh, talking about this thing. It goes on and says, yeah, it's quite bizarre, a pilot on nearby Flair Airlines from Vancouver to Toronto added. There's another six of them just randomly in formation at a high altitude at 12 o'clock. Definitely not satellites, a pilot on a Morningstar Air Express cargo flight from Calgary to Toronto interjected. It's unlike anything I've ever seen in the 15 years of night flying that I've done. And then it has a link there. You can listen to this 13-minute clip. Definitely go to Ko-Fi and click on this link. I'm going to play a couple excerpts here, but it's amazing. The 13-minute clip was called from two and a half hours of raw video downloaded from two feeds at liveatc.net, a website that streams and archives air traffic control radio edited for length. The original conversations between pilots and air traffic controllers took place from approximately 4.20 a.m. to 6 a.m. 
Central Standard Time. That's really cool. I had to check that out a little bit more. It's called LiveATC.net. It goes on here. It says, there's no active airspace, military airspace, anything like that that we're aware of in air traffic control were set on January 19th. I honestly have no idea what it might be. Now, I want to go ahead here and just play just a minute or two of this when these things are first reported, and then we'll go back and talk some more about what some of this, what's going on in some of this uh, really spectacular uh, air traffic control pilot conversation. R-7062, go ahead. Yeah, is there any active military uh, airspace just like north of Winnipeg? Uh, no, nothing, nothing I'm aware of. You said north of Winnipeg? Yeah. Uh, no, not right now. Okay. Lots of active uh, bright lights information, three, and they look like they're at like 500 or something, just trying to figure it out. Okay, yeah, no, I, I haven't heard anything. I'll, I'll check out with the next sector. That that could be. All right, then. Thanks for checking. And, and you said around... Around 50,000 feet, roughly, is that correct? Yeah, it looks like it. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to say, but yeah, the, yeah it keeps being like three to four really bright lights, and they kind of were in like a triangle formation, and then it looks like they will dipper for a bit, and then they disappear, and then they come back. Okay. Uh, okay, thanks for that. I'll, I'll just take a note, but yeah, I, I can't think of what that might be. Okay. Yeah, what a big quick count at 786. 7086, go ahead. Aircraft, uh, 12 o'clock, same altitude. Is that one ours? Uh, it's a player flight. What? Sorry, uh, somebody going to 600? Yeah, check Canada 786. Uh, do you see these 12 o'clock? See something, uh, flashing lights, uh, running left 30, uh, sorry, 600. Yeah, forming triangles, then flying away and coming back. Big bright light that's coming, uh, towards us, uh, slowly above us, sorry, 600. Uh, more than 11 o'clock to 12 o'clock, sir. Thanks, Mark Canada 786. Do you have any traffic out there? Uh, no. I, I had one other report uh, 10 minutes ago from a, a Morningstar flight uh, east of Virginia. Uh, reported the same thing. Uh, her best guess was was around somewhere around flight level 500, and uh, thought it might be somewhere north of, of Winnipeg. Um, so yeah, we're, so or do, do you have a guess as to what you might think the altitude is? Hard to tell, uh, just because the I, I'd say she's probably pretty accurate, but they keep forming up in a triangle, so that's, yeah, it's pretty odd. Okay, yeah, no, that's the second report then, and yeah, there's no there's no active airspace, military airspace, anything like that we're aware of. Uh, I honestly have no idea what that might be. Now back with this article, it says there's no active airspace, military airspace, anything like that we're aware of, an air traffic controller said on January 19th. I honestly have no idea what that might be. At least four aircraft reported seeing the lights that morning, including Flare, Morningstar Jets, and two Air Canada flights. They estimated the lights were well above them as high as 100,000 feet, which is beyond the reach of most fighter jets. Two other crews also chimed in to say they've recently had similar sightings over Canada. I haven't seen them tonight, but we've been seeing those lights for probably the last 18 months or so. 
Just for your information, a pilot on a cargo jet flight from Hamilton, Ontario to Winnipeg reported, Wow, that's interesting, a WestJet pilot flying from Winnipeg to Toronto replied. I've had it, but only ever going westbound with three or four like that over the last month or so. I've never seen them eastbound, only westbound, the cargo jet added. And yeah, same thing, movement all over. Sometimes they make a triangle, sometimes they make a diamond and square. They're bright, and they just appear all over. Sure be nice to get some answers on that. For sure, another pilot replied. Wow, that's amazing. Now I want to go ahead and listen to just another minute or two of this audio, just so you get the feel of what these guys are saying here. It's just, I think, spectacular. And uh, Flyer 600, change to my frequency, 1329. Do you have any, any guess as to how far uh, away off your 12 o'clock they might be? Okay, 
Bernard. Go ahead. I'm curious, uh, when it comes to those uh, flights that you have multiple aircraft reporting, uh, what report do you guys have to file for that? Uh, usually we just tell the shift manager and then they follow up uh, with whatever reporting they do. Okay, so you're not reporting a UFO then? Report uh, exactly what the pilot said to the shift manager and then, uh, and then they'll file it as they do. Okay, thanks. Definitely not satellite. Now, the article has a subtitle here, Vital Intelligence Sightings. It says ctvnews.ca first became aware of the sightings when a report appeared on January 23rd in an online aviation incident database maintained by Transport Canada, the Federal Transportation Department. Around 4.40 a.m. on January 19th, NORAD was alerted after several flights reported multiple lights, sometimes in a triangle formation above the Canadian prairies in Saskatchewan. And then it says, read the service UFO report published last night. And it has all the links there. Known as CADORS, we talked about them the other day, C-A-D-O-R-S. The Transport Canada database contains reports on everything from bird strikes to unruly passengers. It is also peppered with nearly three decades of strange sightings from civilians, soldiers, police officers, air traffic controllers, and list a bunch of people here. Yeah, we've mentioned this before. It says Transport Canada cautions that such reports contain preliminary unconfirmed data, which can be subject to change. Well, you, when you're listening to half a dozen pilots talk about seeing these UFOs, uh, preliminary or not, I have to, it gets my attention. They say reports on unidentified objects can rarely be followed up on as they are the title implies unidentified. So what you have here is just your basic uh, debunking that follows this, uh, what would have been a really great article. They did a little bit of a cut and paste here, it looks like, but I'll go ahead and read it for you. Robert Powell is a Texas-based engineer and founding board member of Scientific Coalition for UAP Studies, an international think tank dedicated to applying scientific principles to research on unidentified anomalous phenomena, or UAP for short. And you can see what the you can see what the writer appears to have done here. They've just kind of cut and paste some of the stuff directly from an older article into a new one. And I don't know if this is because they're lazy or if just because they have to you know they have to produce so many articles a day or a week or whatever. But frequently you see this when you when you pick up these articles, uh, they really write them fast. You can tell. Now the most important thing about this article really is the um, is the fact that we have audio from these pilots. Like I said, you can link to it uh, from the podcast, and I'm going to play a little bit of it. But then, unfortunately, instead of the author really deeply exploring what's happening here, he's kind of just hurriedly uh, a little bit of, of a cut and paste. But I go ahead, so I want you to be aware of that. If this sounds repetitive or if it's something like you've heard before, uh, sometimes you got to read through uh, quite a bit of straw to get to the real nuggets here. It goes on and says, There was very little information in the report and not enough to ascertain what was going on, Powell told CTV News CA after reviewing the Transport Canada document. Based on the information collected, the lights in the sky could have been almost anything. Well, that's absolute nonsense. See how they're trying to play down this UFO sighting by these pilots. Could have been almost anything. Well, I suppose it could have been a Volkswagen then. I mean, what they saw were orbs. These orbs were doing what orbs do, like I said. They're flying around, doing formations. It's a classic orb sighting. But these guys can't these guys can't bring us out. And here here another famous debunker. Mick West describes himself as a coder, science communicator, and false theory 
debunker. Boy, he's kind of full of himself there, it looks like to me. West firmly believes the pilots were seeing sunlight reflected from SpaceX Starlink satellites on January 19th. Yeah, he, he pretty much knows everything, doesn't he? Well, what they saw were not Starlink satellites. Like that gal said, she said, I've been flying this thing for 15 years. These weren't satellites. When the sun is below the horizon, it can reflect off the flat bottom of the Starlink satellites for about 10 to 30 seconds, West told ctvnews.ca from California. There are lots of satellites moving in different directions, and this causes the illusion of objects circling or forming triangles. That sounds like some straight-up nonsense to me. West, a former video game programmer, even created a 3D simulation on satellites, Earth, and Sun to back up his conclusion. Oh, for crying out loud. And did anybody go back and check on that program? You know what they say, garbage in, garbage out. When we drop in the location and time from the pilot report, we see the Starlink horizon flares exactly as the pilots described them, Wes said. Powell disagrees. Satellite flaring is momentary, the, UA, the UAP researcher said. That is not what this is. Well, good for him. Later the same day, pilots in the U.S. reported something very similar, according to Memphis Air Traffic Controller, audio reviewed by ctvnews.ca. And I'm going to play a little bit of that video here. Uh, also, just give me a minute. It says, definitely not aliens, a pilot joked about eight, joked before 8.30 p.m. on January 19th. We're north of Birmingham facing west, and we see a couple, multiple lights, another light in exchange between several flight crews. Do you think it's Starlink? Negative. I don't think so. Starlink doesn't flash. Wow. Yeah, I see it too. What are we looking at? Three of them in a triangle formation. At least two other flights have reported unidentified objects and lights over Canada so far in 2024, including a January 4th sighting from Porter Airlines in Ontario, a January 13th case involving a FedEx flight off the BC coast, has also identified at least 17-odd aviation reports from 2023 and 11 more from 2022. Well, maybe the thing is in Canada is that they're just allowing these guys to report them. Now, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to play a, a little bit more of that segment of these Canadian pilots as they're just, you know, startled seeing these things. It's amazing to me. UPS 104, uh, I just got here for the morning, so I'm just finding out about all the reports, but I guess they've been uh, all the way across uh, the prairies this morning, or overnight. So, uh, UPS Flare 600 is tracking uh, eastbound, approximately 09 or 05, have been for the last uh, hour. And at our 11.30 position, uh, we've been staring at these things for well over an hour, and they're high up in the sky, I'd say 100,000 feet plus. PS-104, uh, that aircraft that's giving you the report is off your uh, 9 o'clock position, about 125 miles going eastbound. And Morningstar 7062, uh, I missed your comment there. Uh, what were you saying about uh, the lights? Definitely not satellites. Okay, thanks very much. I'm just talking to the controllers that I'm taking over from, and uh, and I guess we'll file a, 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 it's called a service report. Okay, yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm like anything I've ever seen in like the 15 years of night flying that I've done. Okay, thanks very much. Thank you, morning. UPS 64, flight level 360. UPS 64 Heavy, you want to pick center? Good morning. Are we close to these uh, lights? Yeah, we're talking about? Uh, the aircraft that's seeing them there uh, with the report is off your 10 o'clock, about uh, 80 miles, and they're going eastbound, and they've been tracking them for quite a while. Been any activity for the last uh, 10 minutes from our perspective? Go ahead. 
Uh, the ship manager just came in and they brought over their report that I'm going to fill out. So if, uh, if you don't mind, um, I'm going to go through the questions with you uh, just because I wasn't here for the bulk of the, the reporting. Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, first question is just a brief description of the sighting, uh, number, size, shape, etc. Multiple single point of light, uh, you know, we would describe this. Uh, sometimes there were three, sometimes there were six, sometimes there's uh, just some individual uh, lights just flying um, at a rectum intervals. There's no um, specific uh, numbers, so to speak. Uh, Okay, and uh, the position of the sighted object or activity, I guess, the first time you, you noticed it? Uh, we're flying at uh, flight level 270, we're flying uh, eastbound on track 095 to 107-ish. And for the most part, we looked at our 12 o'clock or uh, 11 o'clock uh, sight, and it was pretty high up in the altitude. We're getting in here between uh, 70,000 Piece all the way to 100. Okay, that answers the next question about uh, estimated altitude uh, and direction of movement of the objects. Random all over the place. Uh, at times I saw three, three lights uh, in a triangle formation just flying in a random movement up and down, left, right, all over the place. Okay, uh, the next one is uh, speed. Was it moving fast or slow or? Uh, from what we could tell, they're moving at a very fast speed in all directions, very, very high speed. And the last one is uh, any observed identification or other significant inf information. No, I think that's, uh, that's all that we got. Uh, we, uh, I wish we could give more information, but uh, yeah, that's, that's all. Everything that we discover right now is what we uh, witnessed. Uh, okay, no, that's great. I will fill out the form, and I think there were some reports uh, from, the, from the controllers that were working overnight there. So that, combined with this report, uh, we'll give that to the shift manager, and then they'll send that off to uh, North Bay. Awesome, thanks a lot. Uh, Thank you. And uh, Winnipeg from Cargo Jet 937. Yeah, go ahead. Going to add to that, I haven't seen them tonight, but uh, we've been seeing those lights for probably the last uh, 18 months or so. Just, just for your information, if you wanted to add that. Okay, I will add that. And uh, any specific area? Was it across the prairies or? Yeah, over the prairies, just like Flair said, always eastbound and uh, a little north of track, kind of at the 11 o'clock position. It's, it's kind of been in that area for, for quite a while. Okay, thanks very much. Well, that's interesting. I've had it, but only ever going westbound with three or four like that uh, over the last month or so. This is a West Ship 520. <laughs> I've never seen them eastbound, only westbound. And yeah, same thing too. Movements all over. Sometimes they make a triangle, sometimes they make a diamond, a square. They're bright, then they disappear all over. Sure, be nice to get answers on that for sure. Yeah, I'll definitely make a note of uh, all that and pass it on. Now the article goes on with some more of this regurgitated cut and paste stuff and then finally it gets into some of the transcript between ground control and flight and it starts off with the with the ground control person saying I'm just talking to the controllers that I'm taking over for and I guess we'll file uh, it's called a service report a Winnipeg air traffic controller said toward the end of the January 19th recording multiple different points of light would be the way we would describe this the flare 
flight from Vancouver to Toronto replied in response to her question. At times I saw three lights in a triangle formation just flying in a random movement up and down, left, right, all over the place. Donald Spike Cavalinch is a retired Transport Canada surveillance pilot who also spent more than two decades flying for the Royal Canadian Air Force. Where is the follow-up report, Cavalinch questioned in response to CPT2's.ca. It is unacceptable that we seem to have a reporting system with nothing at the other end and no system for investigation and closure. Well, of course, they don't want investigation and, and closure. That's not what they want. They want this stuff just to be buried somewhere. They want you to know as little about it as possible. Now, I'm going to play just this last little tiny snippet from the one that happened over, uh, I think it was Birmingham, Alabama, down here in the southern United States. And so far, everything's quiet as a mouse on this one. I guess in the U.S., we just don't get to know about it when, uh, when our pilots see these UFOs. So we'll play this little snippet right now. I think in that last uh, little minute or so clip it from the U.S. where these pilots have spotted these things, you can kind of pick up on some of the, some of the uh, depersoning, debunking, some of the disdain that certain people have for even the idea of reporting these UFOs. I mean, let alone acknowledging them. And we've got a long ways to go. I mean, here we have this um, multiple uh, pilots in the can in Canada and the U.S seeing these orbs, seeing these things uh, form all kinds of different formations, predominantly triangles, it sounds like. And they're in an area that's, you know, above and near uh, commercial flight paths, uh, military flight paths. But yet there's no concern about this. So who has told, uh, who has told ground control? Who's told these pilots? Who's told the media that we can't be interested in these things? Nothing to see here move along. We really have to ask who is pulling the strings here and who is pulling the strings of the people that are trying to pull our strings. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.